What is up, everybody? We're on we're on episode 16. 16. Nice little stutter to start there. Um, we thought this was overdue. Yeah. This could go long. This could go short, but uh, we've got a parenting episode for you. Yeah, they don't call us the house dads for nothing. <laughs> yeah, right? you, you know, 16 episodes in, people are like, are you dads or not? Yeah, we've you know? talked you, about everything but this. <laughs> you know, so it's time. It is time. So this is going to be a parenting uh, style episode. We're trying out a new little format just to kind of be a little more casual, for right? Sure. We for don't sure. want to preach to you and lecture you. Uh, we want you to get value out of it, of course. But, you know, you learn things through conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. we're just going to be talking about parenting. I'm Rhett. And I'm Brandon. And, and we're, we're the house dads. Because we're dads who sell houses. But we're also husbands, business owners, sports freaks, Christians. Friends, marketing nerds, TV show bingers, and so many more things. Like so many of you, we're just trying to do it all. And we're trying to do it well. And that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, and I think the reason that it's taken us long to do this is because there's nothing that I feel less qualified <laughs> to talk about than yes. parenting. You said parenting, and I was like, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of figuring it out as I go. Exactly. Yeah. So, But I think this is a safe space. Yes. And uh, so we're going to share some of the things that we've learned, mostly a lot of the things that we haven't done so well. Yeah, we're going to learn through others as well. Right. You know? Right. But yes, we, we don't have it figured out. We're giving that disclaimer. Yeah, 100%. We're trying. Yeah, we're trying. And, you know, what we did over the past couple of weeks was have people send in their parenting fails. Yes. And uh, so we've got some really good ones. And, you know, a thing that I've heard is that wisdom is not just learning from your mistakes. It's learning from the mistakes of others. So you don't have to suffer the consequences. Yeah. And you guys have made some mistakes. Yes, which massive mistakes. <laughs> so learn from these mistakes. No, I'm kidding. Everything that's basically on this list I've done. Uh, yeah. Except for a few, like uh, Tina. Tina. We're calling you by name. Tina. So, Tina forgot her 10-year-old Connor at a rest stop in Alabama. <laughs> so pretty good. They said they didn't get too far and realize, but can you imagine? Oh. Like, I love a good rest stop on a on a road trip. Yeah. Man. Like, I push Courtney to the limit where I'm like, no, we're not stopping. We're not stopping. Uh-huh. But if we have to, I'll hit a little rest stop real quick, get in and out. Um, but could you imagine like getting back in the car and be like, oh, wait, oh, snap. Where's Connor? <laughs> and you left him in Alabama. Couldn't like, be a worse could, place. Could, Mississippi would be worse. Yeah. But uh, yeah. no yeah. offense to all of our Alabama and Mississippi listeners. Sorry. We still love you. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so one that I got, um, it was on on the topic of potty training. I feel like there's probably a lot of, a lot of fails there. Yeah. I don't know this one yet, but I'm sure that yeah. I've probably done whatever it is. Uh, Gabby, shout out Gabby. During potty training, she told her son that the toilet was a hungry poo monster <laughs> that needed to be fed. The poo monster. And instantly regretted it, regretted her choice of words. And he didn't sit on the toilet for a year out of fear <laughs> because she said it was a Who poo. Who wants to sit on a poo monster? Exactly. But you think of these things as you're parenting, yeah. you're like, uh, it's a, it's a poo monster. You Got need to this. feed it. It's like, okay, well, I'm not sitting on that thing for a year. That's pretty gross, too. Yeah, poo. Feeding the poo monster poo. But, you know, anyway, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I love it. Good good, good attempt. Good attempt. Yeah. Well, this is one that I got, like, multiple submissions on. Emily said this. Kayla said this. And a few other people said that their kids would, they would catch their kids eating out of the trash can. <laughs> I mean, like, I... Uh, I, it's funny too because I was like, "Man, how does that happen?" We have those little locks on all on oh, our nice. cabinets and stuff like yeah. that. And my favorite thing though is when people come over and they can't get into them, and I'm like, "Hey, it's, it's not just kid proof; <laughs> it's you proof, no proof too." Yeah, uh, good old dad joke for you. But uh, it literally happened when I was preparing for this episode. 
it was breakfast time just a couple mornings ago. Lucas was eating popcorn. I said, where'd you get that from? Got it out of the trash can. <laughs> from the night before, he was eating popcorn out of the trash can. So there you go. Dude. I'm with you, Emily. I'm kids. with you, Kayla. Yeah, Lucas was eating kids and trash. trash. And my kids haven't eaten out of the trash can, but whenever they throw something away, they love to just like hover over it and stare at it and start looking. <laughs> I'm just like, get out of the trash can. Leave it alone. Yeah, I don't know. They don't know, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, another easy one was uh, I say easy one, simple, but I'm sure we've all gone through it. Brittany on my team, her uh, her baby yeah. ate some slime. Nice uh, slime. I guess I guess it's that kind of yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, we we hate slime. Yeah. So ate slime and uh, she had to call poison control or some sort oh, of thing no just way. to see. Um, you know, if it's, if it's an issue, she said, no, it's all, you know, I was struggling to come up with an idea because there were so many different fails. And as soon as you said poison control, one came to mind for me. Okay. So Courtney is at a ladies retreat. Okay. Okay, So it's me just like you You were this past weekend by yourself. Yes. So I had my buddy Jonathan come over me and Jonathan were watching a football game and uh, we're sitting in the living room. The boys were playing in, uh, me and Courtney's room. And uh, honestly, I say playing. I probably put on a show so we can watch the game, <laughs> yeah. right? So me and Jonathan are chilling. And he actually, you know, shout out to my boy Jonathan. He went and checked on the boys for a minute. And Lucas had busted open Courtney's bottle of melatonin. Oh, snap. Okay. Sleepy. And I didn't know, like, like the melatonin's all over the floor. Yeah. He was chewing on stuff. I start going in and, and like pulling whatever was out of his mouth. Like it wasn't the melatonin. He had eaten the little silica packet. Oh, I don't even know that's what you call it, but you know the little packet that says do not yeah, the eat. Yeah, the things that say don't and eat. beef jerky and like <laughs> all that other stuff. And so I'm freaking out, dude. I'm like, Courtney's out of town. Like, I don't know what to do. And so I call poison control. First of all, if you ever have to call poison control as a parent, I wish I knew the lady that I talked to. She was an angel. Yeah. Bro, she's like, she talked me down. She's she like, like, oh, baby, you got yes, that guy. Yeah, oh that's my very God, nurturing. She was so sweet. We like that. Yeah, she really, really took care of me. And I was like, man, I need to see you for counseling. But anyway, <laughs> she was like, okay, so melatonin is, is natural. Mm-hmm. Like, even if he took a lot of it, probably the worst thing that would happen is he would get really, really tired. So she said, just keep an eye on him, keep him hydrated, all that different stuff. He must have not eaten much of the melatonin because the dude was wired. He didn't okay. even go to sleep early. There you go. But I found out that the silica thing, or the thing that's in beef jerky, it's actually not poisonous. It's a choking hazard. That's why they say don't. That's eat why they say it. don't oh. eat it. So well, there you like, have yeah, it. You can eat it. Yeah, you guys eat can as eat many it. as you want. <laughs> Golly, maybe we should do a disclaimer because I hope I didn't mess that up. I'm pretty sure. I mean, she told me whatever was in hey, there. He didn't. You know, seek your own counsel. Yeah, if you yeah. Google that before you start eating that. those little packets out yeah. of the beef jerky. Did you tell Courtney that? I did. After. This not wild. Would have much in trouble. I mean, I started off by saying her it was her melatonin it wasn't mine. <laughs> your fault yeah exactly so <laughs> she left it there no she was fine she was fine i, I kind of hit her with the hey everything's okay yeah you got to start off with hey good news is everything's alive yeah. everybody's alive but you know if you ever have to call poison control know that they got good people working over there there you go good people working over there right, got a few others got? um rachel jonathan's wife it's funny nice. she sent me quite a few <laughs> uh, but my favorite was that uh she said she was sitting on the couch one day and her daughter lowen um who's like I don't even, I don't think Lowen's made two yet. She walks up to her and says, here, mommy. And she's holding a steak knife. Oh, like I'm thinking like, it's like a Chucky imagery, you know, but it's Lowen. Yeah. If she was holding it like this, if you're watching on video, like here, mommy. (laughs) Oh, snap. (laughs) Yeah. So William and Olivia, Olivia is the one who texted me and said, y'all, it's y'all are the house dads. Y'all need to do a parenting episode. Mm -hmm. We finally did. And they sent me like 11 different ones, but I chose my favorite and it was from William. So William said one day he was fishing his son Tate's shoes out of the toilet. Love that. Mm. So 
getting Tate's shoes out of the toilet, and while he was like shaking off his hands from being wet from toilet water, his ring flew off of his hand, hit Tate in the face, and left a scar. A scar on Tate. Like you know that bad. How hard are you flapping your fingers <laughs> I know, there? But man. I just love. Like I just wish we had that on video. That would be America's favorite. Like the America's funniest yes. videos. That would take the. If you if you follow me on on uh, Instagram, there's an account that you should follow, okay. and it's called Kids Getting Hurt. Oh yeah, uh, I love a good Kids Getting Hurt uh, yeah. video. You know, just obviously kids are the clumsiest. They're just like little drunk right. humans. Yeah, but yeah, they're just getting pounded in the head with you know balls or swings or just tripping. Yeah, you should go. You should go follow. That's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. And it's crazy how resilient they can be. They're so resilient. Also. You know, cry over a little blister or something. But yeah. anyway, so uh, those of you, you know, who've been listening for a while, you know the man behind the scenes. His name is Camden. Um, <laughs> Camden's dad sent in one that's maybe less of a parenting fail and more to make fun of Camden a little nice. bit. But uh, so Camden, I, and I, I think that I blame this on his dad because his mom would never. But I think he took this after his dad, took took after his dad on this. But Camden got suspended from school Ooh. by making a crap list. Crap As list. a 10-year-old. Like, he okay. had all of... Not like a hit list. Okay. You know what I mean? But, like, these are all the people on my crap list. People and he put his with. teacher on the top of oh. it. Oh! And his teacher found it, and he got suspended. Gotcha. Yep. So, you didn't know that one was coming. I hope it was but, actually uh, crap list and not, yeah, not the S word. Not the obscenity. Can I specify that the purpose of people that didn't like me Ah, okay. So, you know, yeah, two wrongs, well, making a right. That's, that's great it. then. Yeah, we'll make our own crap list. Yeah, we may have to do that anyway. Yeah. But, you know, you got any? Yeah, well, like you know, in thinking about space? this, I don't, there's a lot of instances of this, but the theme of it is I just say really extreme things to get my kids to stop I doing like things. Like poo-poo monsters? Like poo-poo monsters. <laughs> but no, the, the two that I that come to mind, uh, Core Jane, my youngest, she, she, at one day was trying to like take her, her car seat seatbelt off. Yeah. And she's a mama's girl. She right. loves, she loves Brandy. Uh, and I told her, I was like, Core Jane, if you don't stop doing that, the police are going to pull us over <laughs> and they're going to take mama straight to jail and you'll never see her again in your life. That's pretty ruthless. Shouldn't, shouldn't have yeah, said that's that. That's a bad idea. Uh, she, she lost it. <laughs> she was like, police no. car. Yeah. Yep. You know, it goes from like, hey, we'll get pulled over to, hey, mom's going to jail. She's gone. Forever. Yeah. And then the other one that came to mind, my, uh, <laughs> my oldest, Madison, she just she picks her toenails all the time huh. and she picks it to where she they did that it annoys you? her. No. Okay. I bite mine. She okay. picks <laughs> hers. No, kidding. Uh, but I go to the extreme where I'm like, Madison, if you keep picking your toenails, it's going to start to bleed and your toe is going to fall off and we're going to have to cut your foot off. It just it escalates yeah. when I'm so frustrated yeah. but i just say a lot of those things yeah just, yeah they they put images in their head they shouldn't have yeah it's, yeah and it, it's a fail yeah it's not the best thing to do i, I haven't say I, I can't say that i haven't done things like that too the whole uh you know we could just cut it off is always a classic yeah like, oh <laughs> do you want to make that finger hurt go <laughs> away let's morning. just cut it off yeah anyway uh -huh. But no, you know, we want to start off lighthearted and the rest of this will be too. And it's going to be pretty conversational because we do not have it all figured out. No, that is the disclaimer of this one. Um, but we're going to kind of share some of the things that, you know, we don't do well and what we're trying to work on. Um, you know, sometimes the things that we need to do better is just acknowledge that, hey, we mess up, mm -hmm. that we all fall short and make some mistakes. And, you know, even though these things are funny, uh, I really do believe that we need to commit to being better parents. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know, it's not something that we just say, Oh, well, you know, 
they'll be okay. Right. Um, we really need to commit to being the best parents that we can be because our children deserve it. Yeah. You know what I heard actually yesterday? Uh, the pastor at my church said, and you may have heard this too, that the first 18 years of, of someone's life is like, I forget the terminology he used, but like it, it sets the tone for the rest of their life right. on how like, you know, if, um, I think he went on a mission trip to India and there was like a, an orphanage and there was babies in their cribs and right. none of them were crying. He was wow. like, holy smokes. Like, how does this happen? Yeah. He's like, they, they're used to it. Like no one, they've just, grown up, nobody picking them up and coddling wow. them and they just don't cry. Yeah. So like that first 18 years is such a formative time yeah, and you wouldn't crazy. think, but no. like, yeah, man. But yeah, so it goes to what you're saying. And with the first 18 years, I saw something the other day that for the first 18 years of your children's life, you spend 95% of the time that you'll spend with them in those first 18 years. That after they wow. turn 18, you got about 5% of the time you'll ever <sighs> spend with them that you spend with them. Yeah. So like we have to make the most yeah. of that first 18 years. You know, it's hard to even think about with our kids being so young, but yeah. it's really just making sure that we take advantage of every moment. Yeah. That we we make sure that we we cherish it. Yeah, and it's it's hard to hear in the time, you know, people with parent with kids that have gone off to college, they'll say, "Well, you know, it goes by so fast, you know, make the most of it and you know, we're we're struggling in the meantime." So it's hard sure. to hear, yeah. but uh I get it. Yeah. You know, I understand. I think one of the things like you and I talked about, like we were going to share some of the things that we feel like we could do better to mm -hmm. let you know again before we start telling you things that we've done well or that we're trying to do well. Yeah. One of the things that I think we both agreed on is that we're pretty inconsistent. Yes. <laughs> it's like, and it's so hard because there is no, you could read a hundred thousand books before you have your first child. And then you're like, I'm going to put this in place and this in place and this in place. But then when you try and put those things in place, it just doesn't work. And so you could apply one method, one principle, one way of discipline, but then you do it, one day and you don't do it the same the next day. So being consistent is tough. And yeah. It's something that I struggle with all the time. What is uh what is that Mike Tyson quote? You know what I'm saying? I think it's I uh, only know one Mike Tyson quote and it has nothing to do with parenting. <laughs> and I probably shouldn't say No, it this here, is but. about parenting, but something like everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the yeah, face. That's a fact. So a yeah, fact. we can set especially if you don't have kids, you're like, I see so many memes like, Oh, my kids are gonna eat whatever I give them. They're gonna like I'm gonna do this and when you have kids, it's a it's a punch it in the face sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, being consistent, especially with you know, we put our moods, yeah. you know, well, they don't know what we're going through during the day. So right. there's going to be times where I'm super energetic and playful and like, yeah, let's do this. Let's build a fort. And there's going to be times where I'm like, I'm not feeling it. Yep. So, and they're going to see that inconsistency. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's tough. And, and I think the thing that I have the hardest time being consistent with is honestly like rules and boundaries <laughs> that like one day we're enforcing them. Yeah. One day we're saying you can't do this. And then the next day we let it slide. And so I can see how that would be confusing to my voice. Yes, absolutely. You know, so, you know, I, one thing is we're inconsistent. And then one thing that I find, and Courtney calls me out on this all the time, is that I start to fight battles that are not worth fighting. <laughs> we talked about this in previous episodes that I don't mind a little confrontation. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't like giving up. Yeah. And so one of the ones, like, for example, like fighting battles that I shouldn't be fighting is like, you know, right now the boys are in the same room. We're trying that whole deal. You just started it? Yeah. We just started it. And, well, we went on a cruise. The boys had bunk mm. beds on the cruise, mm -hmm. and they loved yeah. sleeping in the same room and sleeping together. And we're like, okay, well, when we get home, do y'all want to do that? And they're like, yes, let's do All it. Right. And so it's been good. Yeah. It's been good for them going to sleep and everything like that. Um, it's been really nice. But Max has been waking up in the middle of the night every night and saying, I want to sleep on the couch. 
Mm-hmm. He didn't want to go back to his bed. Yeah. And so I would, Courtney was like, just let him sleep on the couch. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it. I would fight him going back to his bed. We would go like five, six, and seven times yeah. from I'm going to put you back in your bed. 15, 20 minutes later, he's, he's right back, back in the out. room. And she's like, babe, it's not worth it. Yeah. And so he slept on the couch for a couple nights, and then he would end up going back to his room. And, and it just picking and choosing the battles that are worth it and not it, it, it's a tough it's a tough balance yeah a battle i'm always fighting that doesn't need to be uh is is keeping the house clean right so right. you mentioned i had the girls right. this weekend while brandy was uh she was partying out there partying she can't she believe was, you left him alone brandy she was on her bachelorette trip um so <laughs> she deserved it yeah uh, but yeah i had the girls myself and like my goal was when brandy came home was to have a house just like clean right. nothing better to come home from a trip and you're like everything's yes. just like hotel feeling yes, right yes so my goal was to for her to come back to that and you know as the time gets closer for her to come i'm like i'm, I'm basically telling them not to play like yeah. they're getting stuff out i'm like no no put that back and i'm fighting the battle of trying to keep it clean and i'm like look i mean yes i want it can be clean to an sure. extent but right. like i was just fighting that off so hard and yep. it's like yeah they're probably like what do you want us to do We're just, <laughs> just sit here in silence and please i exactly. said actually yes <laughs> but yeah we we fight a lot of things and i'm like not even working. brandy will say like did you tell him not to do? I was like, yeah. And she's like, why? I don't know. Just felt like I just thought I should. Yeah. Yeah. So it's tough. There could be a ton of examples of things that we just fight that are not worth it. No. And then this kind of goes with that. But one thing I find myself doing more now with Max, who's four, than Lucas, who's two, is I kind of start to micromanage Max a little bit. Like he's my little employee. Yeah. I mean, maybe one day he will be, you know, (laughs) but he's not on the payroll yet. And I just kind of find like, I'm just kind of like helping them make decisions and, hey, this is to do the right thing and this is what you do here, like trying to control all these different aspects of his life. But one of the things that my parents did so well with me, now at a much older age, I don't think I really remember how they did it when I was four and five, but they let me make my own mistakes. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so I, I think I got to be careful to not try and micromanage every area of, of my child's life. Yeah. I mean, uh, we... We don't want to go to the hospital. Yeah. So we often micromanage every step. Like, hey, don't, like, we just foresee, hey, you're going to get hurt if you do this, climbing up this or doing that. So we often, like, hey, don't do this. And it's like, sometimes you got to have the mentality of, I don't want them to get hurt by anything. No, of course not. But, like, sometimes they got to learn. Learn the hard way. The way they're going to learn. It's kind of like touching the stove. Like, hey, I already told you. And then when you finally touch the stove, you realize we don't want it to get to that. But some of the things, those are lessons learned that, they're going to realize, oh, I see why dad told me not to do that. Yep. You know? Yep. So, you know, there's some of the things that I think that we can do better, and, and I'm sure we probably could come up with a list of 100 more, but, you know, some of the things we wanted to share, too, are things that, you know, if you're a new parent or maybe you just need a reminder of, um, that these things, I, I know that for my boys, and, and you do the same thing at your house, you and Brandy do, um, just a few practical tips that yep. we found that have been helpful. And the first is just to have a established routine routine is clutch with kids man. yeah because i know and i see how clutch it is with our kids when they get out of the routine yep. like when we're on vacation or something goes crazy that i realize that things completely go out of whack mm-hmm. y'all are pretty much y'all are the same way with yeah routine. especially with uh and early on like nap time and bedtime yeah. that is clutch i used to kind of going back to real estate but like when i had clients and sellers were showings and like no we can't show during this time it's nap time before kids, I was so annoyed. Yeah, I was like, you do you about? want to sell your house or not? Like, we got to approve these, thing, these things. And then as a parent now, I'm like, now heck no. It. Don't even go in there during nap time. It's the sacred, yes. like. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, you got to have those routines of, of 
even leading up to bedtime. Bedtime's just been our, our biggest, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, sleep is a big thing. Yeah. So that's been our, our biggest routine. Yeah, it's but a even big deal. eating, you know, everything. All of it. Yeah. And in and, and children, and studies show this and everything like that, but I, I've seen it is that they thrive in a routine. Yes. When they know what they're confident and comfortable and secure in, they can be they can be they can know what to expect and so that allows a whole lot less mm-hmm. room for misinterpretation confusion frustration yeah. and all those different things and there's something to be said about like you know uh, such a rigid schedule that allows for no flexibility to mm-hmm. where then you kids can't adapt and do things like right. there's a little bit where we introduce where on vacation things are going to be a little different mm-hmm. or you know we have an event that's late that night things are going to be different sure. and we have people over and that changes and stuff like that but Throughout the most part of the week, we really want to help keep them on this routine because I think you've got um, – I forget which one of yours is like the same way that Max is, that every night we go to sleep, Max is like, what are we doing tomorrow? Yeah. What are we doing the next Madison. day? What are we, Madison? Yeah. yeah. Like that she, she, just like Max, wants to know yep. what to expect. Yep. And so if they know what to expect, they can be a little bit more understanding of what's expected of them. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, she'll ask every day. What, what's what are we doing tomorrow? I was like, tomorrow school, and like yesterday they took a field trip to like a strawberry patch, and she's been pumped about it. Oh, that's awesome! So pumped that she wakes up early. And I'm at like, is it, is it strawberry patch day? I was like, yes. <laughs> that's no matter awesome. if you wake up now or an hour later, we're we're we'll leaving at the same Today. time. Yes, but yeah, she yeah. she's got to know, man. That helps her just like look forward to things and right. plan in her head. It's 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 important. Right. Right. And so, yeah, obviously a routine's big, but this next thing is probably the most important, mm-hmm. um, is being present, man. Like being present with your children bar none is probably the most important thing that I could ever put on this list. And yeah. it's something that all the time that I wish I did better, but it's one thing that I really do make sure to prioritize that, even if I'm in this same room with my boys, mm-hmm. if I'm on my phone, I'm not really with them. Yeah. I could physically be with them, but they notice the difference. Oh yeah. When I get down on the floor, put away my phone and I'm just sitting there with Lucas. I did that this morning before he left for school, before I left for work and before he left for school. And we sat on their little dock tot couch or whatever. <laughs> and like, we just sat there and talked. Yeah. And like, it wasn't like a deep conversation and stuff, but he's like, you know, playing with his little bus and we're talking and we're interacting and we're down the same level and there's not a phone distracting us and it's I'm being present with my boy. Mm-hmm. And that time is irreplaceable. Yeah. It can't be substituted for anything else. Have you ever had them ask you uh, to get off your phone? Yes. It's, talk about convicting. Talk about a stinking stab. Talk like, about golly. convicting. Like, like there's nothing the more important on this phone than spending time yeah. with your family, yeah. spending time with your kids. And, you know, like it, it, it develops this relationship mm-hmm. of trust and openness. And man, it hit us. It was Sunday at church that Max was like, I want a phone. And I'm like, bro, you are four years old. He asked <laughs> us for a phone. It's like, I see and you so we using were, it. Yeah. We were talking to like, you know, the other, some of the other youth and stuff, like when they first got a phone and we just get, and it was funny and stuff, but it's like, no, I don't ever want him to think that my phone is so important, yeah. you know, more important than spending time with them. Yeah. I get a, a blurred, um, I guess vision of that with, I like to make like videos with the girls, like fun, creative videos. And when I started doing them, I would, I would, it's fun to shoot them and like say, do this. And Uh, like, I have the clips, but then I'm like, all right, I want to sit down and like put it together and edit it. Right. And that's where I'm like doing this. And they start talking and I get, I got frustrated and I'm like, 
this is defeating the purpose. Like right. I wanted to be present and do something fun with them, but I'm so now I know it's like, Hey, we shoot the video, put, put it, it away. And then when, you know, things are chill or they're down, then I can, exactly. I can put it together. Yeah. And, and y'all, we all know and in reason with the fact that we're busy and there's things that, yeah. you know, need our attention and we have to respond to and things like that, but there's a balance to it. There's yeah. a balance to it. And just making sure that there is that point where you put it away and you're like, no, I'm just going to be with you mm-hmm. in presence. So, so important. And I was thinking about, you know, the later it gets, I think right now, you know, there's so many simple things that me and my boys do together. It's easy. Like we'll take walks around the neighborhood, go fishing, play in the backyard. And it's the silliest stuff. Like their favorite game that we play is me throwing the ball in the air as high as I possibly can. That's fun. And I just throw it and they run and chase it. I mean, it's fetch. Yeah. But they love how dad can throw the ball high uh, in the air. They love and, it and they want it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's the simplest thing, but being present, that's their favorite time together. Yeah. And then we play cops and robbers in the backyard. And what we do is we pretend that the guy who is, <laughs> we pretend that the, the cop falls asleep and the people who are on the trampoline, we break out. And so we just take turns. Max will be cop. Yeah. Me and Lucas on the trampoline. Just those little things, being present and prioritizing those are so important. And it's, it's uh, I don't like thinking about it, but as they get older, they're not going to want to do those things. I yeah. know we're coming from the perspective of like toddlers, yeah. right? Yeah. And babies, toddlers, but uh, obviously parenting goes into the preteens, the yeah. teenage, like I, that's a whole nother ball game. Exactly. But during that time, you know, they're not going to, you say, hey, let's go for a walk. They're going right. to probably say, no, I don't want to I'm or good. something. So yeah. like now is the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, I was talking to my pastor today and he's got older kids and I say older kids, they're in high school. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about his boy, Tyler. And I've got this golf itch. We were talking about yeah. playing golf earlier and I was asking my pastor, I was like, hey, you play golf? He said, no, I've actually got it planned because his boy plays high school baseball right now. He said, we've talked about it, that when he's done with high school baseball, our thing that's going to have us spend time together is we're going to play golf every week. Nice. You know, and it's like, so no matter what stage of life right. you're in, you can make that time to yeah. find common interest in being present with your children. Yep. So being present, you know, again, that's not a new, a novel idea, but it's just <laughs> a reminder to yep. just be present and focus on it. And listening to your children is the next one. Um you know, I think it's so easy for me to just be like, hey, why won't you listen to me? But when I don't listen to them, even though I know my way is right and I know better than them, that if I don't listen to what either they don't understand from me, then I really can't help them. Yeah. Easier said than done. But, you know, communication is key in any relationship, but especially listening to our children and, and kind of hearing their thoughts and feelings. And I thought this was so cheesy when Courtney first did it, man. I'm going to be honest with you. But we have this little book. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, it's a, it's a feeling chart. Yeah. You ever seen that? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I don't we know have one. Yeah, so like <clears throat> Max sometimes would just get so frustrated and so angry, and he wouldn't be able to, he'd say, I can't. I'd be like, baby, calm down. Or, you know, like, tell me what you, and he's like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. But Courtney has this little feeling chart, and he would be able to say, like, this is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling confused, That's or awesome. I'm feeling frustrated, or I'm feeling this, or I'm feeling that. And it's just like, different ways that we communicate, different ways that we listen to our kids is important. Yeah, man. Especially, you know, at that age, it's just their big feelings, even the smallest thing. And yeah. we find uh, the hardest time to listen. Like a lot of times we're in a, we're in a hurry in the mornings to get out and you know, they're never, they're never in a hurry, right? They're always on their own time. So we try to say, hey, stop doing this. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and then that is when they get upset and they yeah. want to say, well, we can't like, it just, it's hard to listen when you're in a hurry. Uh, but yeah, man, they've got some, even if it's the smallest thing, uh, you got to listen or, or try to listen because if, you, if it escalates, yeah. they can't voice it. Yeah. You know? And then you start getting frustrated and everybody's frustrated. Yeah. 
But again, easier said than done. Hundred percent easier said than done. They don't have many, a lot of things, good things to say, or, yeah. or like important or like relevant things. Right. But right. They still matter. Yeah, but getting down on their level and, and just kind of you know focusing on that communication. But all of this to say that like, you know, just kind of when we start to close this thing up is that you have to give yourself grace. Like yeah. <laughs> we talked about this in other podcasts before, but parenthood is so challenging. That I think, the re- again, like I said, the reason that it take, took us this long to get to this episode and not that it's a bunch of new information, mo- more so just some reminders, but, like, it's because nothing humbles me more than being a dad. Yeah. Is that there's nothing that I feel like, crap, I dropped a ball on this. Or, you know, I could have been more patient with Max. I could have spent more time with Lucas. I could have, mm-hmm. like, but but it's because it's so important yeah. that we all need to focus on it and kind of need this fresh start and this reminder. But you got to give yourself grace. Yeah, man. You have to, and uh, it's, like you say, this topic, we almost didn't want to touch it because there's so many opinions on right. different things, but I think the things we said are pretty universal. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, it's not like, hey, this is how you should discipline your children, how you shouldn't. You know, we didn't yeah. get into all that, but, uh, you know, there's so many different things, there's so many different opinions that you can have. I think that these are core principles, though, but, like, it's even more important than how you discipline your children. Mm-hmm. It's even more important about what time you set your bedtime and what time you do this. Like all those little things that we complicate with. It's right. like if we just focus on listening to them, being present, prioritizing them, and giving yourself grace. One thing that Courtney does that I love is that like it always seems like it's the mornings can be so tough. Yeah. Like when you're getting them off to school and we're going to work and doing all these different things. You know, if we have a bad morning or, you know, if we have a bad grocery trip or if we just have a bad you know, just things are chaos. Right, right. The kids are going crazy and stuff. And we'll get in the car when everybody's kind of calmed down. We kind of, she'll kind of stop and bring everybody and be like, hey, can we just start over? Can we just refresh? And the boys know, like, yeah, let's start over. Nice. That's and awesome. it was so cool. I, the other day, Max initiated and said, hey, can we just start over? <laughs> and it's like, we need to be yeah. able to show grace, give grace, and, and really give grace to ourselves and say, hey, can we just have a fresh start? Yep. That's a good thing, man. They're resilient, these kids. Yes. You know, no matter are. what stage of life they're in, that you know, they, they built in with that they, they love you. They and do. So, yeah. uh, I think that's I mean, that's awesome. And I think this was a uh, well overdue, like you said. Uh one of my favorite things to do I say favorite things to do, but like memes, like parenting memes and parenting accounts, like they are they're funny and they remind me like, wow, I'm not alone in this like <laughs> this struggle or this frustration. So Another reason to talk about this was to, you know, I feel like it's it's just a universal thing. Like people struggle with often the same things and some may be different things, but this can still translate to that. 100%. Um, but yeah, I'm glad we could start off a little lighthearted with some parenting fails. Don't stop sending them if you want to let us know. Please. This, I'd love to make fun of all your parenting <laughs> I'm kidding. I've got plenty. This so. may be worth another uh, another episode or something. I like think that. so. We could probably get into some more details. Yeah. It's more specific. More specific. We just want to let you know that we really are dads, so we didn't just pick that yes. name for nothing. Yes. And uh, so thank you for listening. We didn't do this in the beginning. I forgot to do it. But we do have a call to action for you. We love for you to go to our YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, that's great. But you can hop on over to YouTube and uh, give us a like, subscribe, uh, go watch all the videos and like them all. 
We'd love every single. We love for you to do that. So we are on video. We put a lot of work into the. Uh, we talked about Cam. He does a lot of work behind the scenes to get this up and running and have us looking good. Right. Uh, and this set behind us again. We spent hours and hours. hours. It takes a lot of work to make me look good. Yeah. Rhett, he just shows up like this. It's true. Just we got kidding. a whole makeup team and all that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, uh, Denise, in the back. <laughs> just kidding. There's no name, Denise. But yes, thank you for watching. Uh, hope you guys got some value from it. Let us know what you think. Please. Let us know uh, if we said anything that kind of made an impact for you. So thanks for watching. We'll see you next episode. See you.